Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Genesis 7, the flood. Then the Lord said to Noah, Enter the ark, you and all your household. For you alone I have seen to be righteous before me in this time. You shall take with you of every clean animal by sevens, a male and his female, and of the animals that are not clean, two, a male and his female. Also of the birds of the sky by sevens, male and female, to keep offspring alive on the face of all the earth. For after seven more days, I will send rain on the earth, forty days and forty nights, and I will blot out from the face of the land every living thing that I have made. Noah did according to all that the Lord had commanded him. Now Noah was 600 years old when the flood of water came upon the earth. Then Noah and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives with him entered the ark because of the water of the flood, of clean animals and animals that are not clean and birds and everything that creeps on the ground. There went into the ark to Noah by twos, male and female, as God had commanded Noah. It came about after the seven days that the water of the flood came upon the earth. In the 600th year of Noah's life, in the second month, on the 17th day of the month, on the same day, all the fountains of the great deep burst open and the floodgates of the sky were opened. The rain fell upon the earth for 40 days and 40 nights. On the very same day, Noah and Shem and Ham and Japheth, the sons of Noah, and Noah's wife and the three wives of his sons with them entered the ark. They and every beast after its kind and all the cattle after their kind and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth after its kind and every bird after its kind, all sorts of birds. So they went into the ark to Noah by twos of all flesh in which was the breath of life. 
Those that entered, male and female, of all flesh, entered as God had commanded him, and the Lord closed it behind him. Then the flood came upon the earth for forty days, and the water increased and lifted up the ark, so that it rose above the earth. The water prevailed and increased greatly upon the earth, and the ark floated on the surface of the water. The water prevailed more and more upon the earth, so that all the high mountains everywhere under the heavens were covered. The water prevailed fifteen cubits higher, and the mountains were covered. All flesh that moved on the earth perished, birds and cattle and beasts and every swarming thing that swarms upon the earth, and all mankind of all that was on the dry land, all in whose nostrils was the breath of the spirit of life died. Thus he blotted out every living thing that was upon the face of the land, from man to animals to creeping things and to birds of the sky, and they were blotted out from the earth. And only Noah was left, together with those that were with him in the ark. The water prevailed upon the earth one hundred and fifty days. There's been lots of discussion about all the animals and things and and I know uh, many times in our westernized children's stories that we've had of the story of Noah, they've talked about how all the animals went in two by two and how there were two lions and two tigers and two, we just, that's the way we were always taught. And then some people questioned, they said, well, if they were, if water was on the earth for 150 days, how did they have enough to eat in that little ark with all those animals and blah, 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 blah. Well, one thing that's kind of skipped over is here where it says also that of the clean animals, they came in by sevens. So there were 14 of the, there were seven male and seven females of the clean animals. The clean, now he has not given to Noah the specifics yet you would think they haven't really discussed okay these animals are clean and they're okay to eat and these are not and they're not okay to eat so you kind of wonder how did how did noah have this idea of what the clean and unclean were how would they be deemed clean and unclean so they hadn't established all the law but god didn't establish he revealed the law was the law truth is truth from the beginning so there were some in the garden who were already set aside as these animals are good to eat and these animals are not and here at noah same thing to where he already has an understanding he already has an understanding the law was there before it was written before God gave it to Moses, it was already there. And as I've gone through and and uh, many times after going through and reading through God's laws, there is absolutely nothing that I have found in God's law that is not common sense. It just makes sense. And um, anytime that I've come to something to where I've had a little bit of a confusion... An example, an easy example here would be um, that if your children are to do something against you, you stone them. If they break the law, you take them outside and you stone them. 
that one is one that I had a little bit of a searching through scripture to be able to truly understand. And God showed me the reality in that. And now there's absolutely no misunderstanding. That's easy common sense. And it's, well, to finish that up, (laughs) here's the common sense in that. If my kids do something and break the law, no matter how much I love them, because I love them, I want the consequences that they have coming to them. So if my children do something that constitutes capital punishment by the word of the law, by the letter of the law, then by that consequence of breaking that law, they deserve that life sentence or capital punishment. They deserve death. That doesn't mean that I'm the one who has to go and uh, be the person who actually pushes the button, who throws the switch, who uh, pulls the trigger. I don't have to be the one who throws the stone, but I cannot stand in the way. I have to allow justice to reign. That's common sense. That just makes sense to me. So here, Noah knew. If the law hadn't been given to Moses yet, that doesn't mean the law did not already exist. The law is in the word. The word was there when everything was created. That is what it says. The word was there in the beginning. In the beginning was the word. That's how John begins. And the word was with God and the word was God. The law is God. Jesus is. That, that's He is the word. So, anyways, Noah understands that. Now think about food. If you're taking two pair of all the unclean animals, or one pair, I'm sorry, two, one, fail, one male and one female, and then you're taking seven of clean animals... That doesn't mean that you need to procreate so quickly afterwards with all the clean animals. It means there's some more of a food source. Now, he did say to bring in enough food to be able to sustain you and the animals, etc., etc. But within that, there you go. He has the ability to maintain sacrifices. He has the ability to have food available for them. He has more clean animals than he has unclean animals. Hopefully, that helps with some of that confusion. There's no contradiction or confusion in the word. It's in us. So when we feel like we need to dig deeper, then that's what we should do. If you go through and you read scripture and you just accept it and just go, okay, well, it says it, therefore it is. That's good to a point. You um, should be, it is more normal especially living in today's world, to where some stuff just doesn't quite sit right. It doesn't make sense. It it goes against maybe the paradigm that we've been raised up in, the worldview that we've had around us. So it causes a friction to happen within our, our spirit and our soul. Then what you should do is dig deeper because that friction is not in the word. That friction is in us. So that's why we have our ministry. We want people to be able to walk in truth. We want them to be able to pursue and know what it means to truly pursue truth. 
ask questions, come to him as little children, innocent, but also not like you know everything, but come hungry, ready to learn, like a sponge. Just go into, up to Jesus and say, Jesus, please explain this to me. Help me here. How about this? How about that? And the Holy Spirit has been given to us to do that very thing and answer those questions. So, Father, thank you for the gifts that you give us. And thank you that you've prepared a way for us to be able to attain knowledge and truth. And I ask that as we go through Scripture and as we, we spend our days, that we can focus on those areas to where it just doesn't quite make sense to us. That we can search to find out and spend time with you to find out how it does make sense with you. I know also in your word, in Ecclesiastes, um, Solomon talked about the fact that there's no purpose under the sun. But then he also backed it up with, but there is purpose under heaven. Thank you that with you, Father, it does make sense. Just help us to better understand. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to, to spend with your family uh, some time around God's Word. And uh, of course, that is great. I love that. And I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org and um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, but again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.